voices of wisdom and golf. Hello, everybody. Hi, everyone. Thanks for tuning in. Man, oh man, it's been uh, it has been quite the week last week, you guys. So uh, while I was out in uh, it was supposed to be in Oceanside, California, ordeal, mm-hmm. uh-huh. and um, it was pretty funny how when uh, the WLD canceled that event major shifts were going around over there mm. it's like uh all of a sudden uh, you know there's there the, the completion of certain facilities was put on hold and and then uh, other facilities started to close down to you know do all kinds of repairs and the good folks at the rancho carlsbad gina thank you so much for your hospitality for letting uh, a humble golf professional from Canada come over and uh, give us clinics to uh, his students from uh, California. We had a blast. I mean, it's a beautiful little Muni-style golf course right in the middle of Carlsbad. And it's just amazing how you can get around that town. Every, everything is 10 minutes away. That's nice. All the That's hotels, nice. the restaurants, um, you know, the 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 main arteries going through town are like six lanes, fifty five miles an hour. Wow! With the traffic and the traffic lights are all properly, you know, spaced out, spaced out and tuned in, right? Mm-hmm. Coordinated. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that you just breeze right through and you catch the right the right timing, mm-hmm. and uh, it's just uh, it's just a great place to hang. And so, um, Mike Yeagley from Cobra was a phenomenal host Mm -hmm. he set us up with a beautiful cobra tent and he gave everybody a goodie bag Mm -hmm. with stickers and teas and you know uh some some uh uh, puma socks nice (laughs) and then he had a bunch of ricky fowler puma hats and cobra hats for everybody Mm -hmm. and so you know everybody uh Really enjoyed that, and uh, it came in really handy for some of the the drills that we uh, that we did uh, for a lot of our students. And we had uh, students come from all over California. We had uh, a few that came down from the Bay Area, and and many from Los Angeles, and some from um, Palm Springs. Nice. A couple from Oregon, you know, because it's West Coast. It's so easy to get in and out of uh, LAX. I mean airplane wise Mm -hmm. uh not the easiest to get around with a car yeah that's why i rent uh i rent with turo if anybody uh has never heard of that it's like airbnb for car rentals Mm -hmm. we only do turo from from you know since since it began since we learned about it last year and um so it's about half the price of a normal car rental and the guys are so good. He came to pick me up right at the at the gate. Mm-hmm. We went over to Starbucks. We investigated the car. So yeah, this is what's going on with the car. And there was a little scratch on the front, and we noted that down. Went in to get my coffee. Settled in. You know, put my uh, my Google Maps on, and it took me all the way down to Carlsbad from there. Nice. It was an hour and a half drive, easy peasy, and middle of the day, which is great. <clears throat> and then. At the end of the week, um, you know, I'm at the airport hotel, and he came to pick the, his car up right there at the hotel, drove me over to my gate. Nice. And off I went. I mean, it's just the greatest service ever. Yeah. 
We've had really good experiences with that too. Yeah. And you so, get to try a whole bunch of different cars that, you know, you wouldn't. Exactly. You would to. like to. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You'd the cars like. that you would want to. Exactly. Yeah, if you want to drive or. I have. mean, you know, just for a little, a small sedan, which would normally cost you about a thousand dollars for a week with any, any one of the car rental places. Mm-hmm. I mean, a thousand dollars with Turo gets you freaking Mercedes, uh, yep. SUVs, and mm-hmm. uh, you know, Suburbans and Range Rovers. Yeah. Range Rovers. It's yeah. just yeah, it's phenomenal. Yeah, we rented a couple of um, uh, Jeep uh, Wranglers, mm-hmm. and those yeah. are fun. Like when we go to Vegas, we usually get a Jeep Wrangler. When I go to Texas, that's what I get. Yeah, <laughs> they're fun. Yeah, yeah. It's a different uh, engineering or mindset with that vehicle. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, well, I mean, the gas is a little less expensive. How, however, California has now surpassed Canada for gas prices. Mm. Whoa. Ex- that, that's frightening. Yes, that's frightening. Because mm-hmm. yeah. we pay through the nose up here yeah. for mm-hmm. gas prices. Mm-hmm. Um, we're, we're at $1.75 a liter, four liters to a gallon. It was a buck eighty last week. Right? Yeah. So that's seven bucks a gallon. Yeah. That's a lot. Canadian. Canadian, yeah. It's almost $7 a gallon in California, U.S. That is so steep. That's way, so it's like 20% more than here in Canada. Yeah. That's ridiculous. Isn't it? Yeah. So, um, you know, I feel for for the folks over there, especially if you got uh, a big SUV and, you know. Yeah, or a truck. And everybody's got a Tesla right now just laughing through their nose. Mm. Yeah. So. So that's what's happened in California, right? So we had an amazing week. Weather was nice. Uh, it was well, actually, we had better better weather here in Quebec. Yeah, right. It's, it was like in the high seventies, low eighties all week, wasn't it? Yeah, mm-hmm. it's all. It's been awesome. So, um, so nice you, our summer. summer just started. Our yeah. summer just started exactly, and yeah. then, and I get back, and you save some for me. Yeah. yeah, it was absolutely gorgeous today. So, um, then our our Thanksgiving is coming up this weekend. Can you believe it? It doesn't look like Thanksgiving out there, does it? Mm. I mean, the leaves have barely changed. Barely, yeah, right. Slowly, slowly. Yeah. Usually they're full force at this time of year, but yeah, with all the water that we got, I think the peak is going to be later. True. Um, So it it was like in the high sixties, low seventies in Carlsbad. You know, it was a thick marine layer in the morning, so it was cloudy in the morning, and it was I, I was in a sweater all week. Imagine that. Yep. But like comfortably. Oh, yeah, yeah. It was comfortable. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So um, so our students just had a great time. Um, you know, a couple of, uh, couple of really significant technical things that I'd like to talk about. Um, Tom was one of our students that came down from L.A. And uh, he did phenomenal i mean is is one of our um online students that i see every week yeah and since i was out there it was a really great opportunity for him to come and get some some one-on-one and i mean it just turbocharged our learning process in the right direction mm-hmm. and uh for him strong grip square face wasn't jiving but neutral grip closed face he's hitting everything off the toe with a strong grip square face okay He's flushing everything mm-hmm. with a neutral grip closed face, like it significantly closed, with, which would be really uncomfortable for a lot of people to look at. Right. But when you understand the dynamics of, you know, 
static versus dynamic. Yeah. Um, then you realize, wow, at impact, it doesn't look, you know, closed at all. Yeah. But it's just amazing what it does to the psyche at a dress and uh, uh, allows him to move nicely through the ball. And uh, he picked up some really good, yardage. you know, some yardage, some good ball speed, some better ball compression, some better smash factor. Did you have a GC3 with you out there? No, I didn't have, uh, I didn't bring the um, launch, monitors. launch monitors because, uh, A, the range balls we had were not the greatest. You know, it's more of a, I would say half the balls we were hitting were very close to being without dimples. Mm. So, but, I mean, the range had a nice atmosphere. And if you triage your balls properly with, you start with your wedges and you, you hit all the stuff that's got no dimples with the wedges and the short irons. And then you move into the mid irons with the better, you know, the in-between balls. And then you finish with your woods with the good golf balls. And they had enough good golf balls in there to make it worth your while. So um, it allows a, it allowed us to work on the swing, no problem. And, um, you know, our one of our uh, students from Oregon, mm-hmm. who's also, um, you know, we're going to be uh, talking about him with Catalyst, you know? Oh, yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah, so Brian, who bought a, he got one of the Catalyst suits. Orlovsky? He's, yeah, well, so... Well, we're not going to say last names on on the. Oh, air. sorry. Yeah, it's hard. <laughs> I was just trying to figure out which Brian we're talking about. Yes, because you have a Brian O. If, if you're st- yeah, Brian. Yeah. Brian O. So he lost sixty pounds. That's a lot in that suit. I couldn't recognize him. Right. He shows up. I'm going. Hmm. I wonder who this guy is. Mm-hmm. Right. And then and then he takes his cap off. I'm going. Oh my God, Brian! It's you. Oh my! <laughs> it was like I couldn't recognize him. Yeah. He had melted, and. um one of the things that uh, he told us is that he went for the carnivore diet. Yeah. And so basically, you know, salt and beef is, is what, uh, you know, grass-fed beef is what he eats. And um, apart from, you know, having a little cream or a little, uh, dairy. A little dairy in his coffee, that's all, that's all he does. And so one of the things that he, he said, he says he's never sore. And he really works hard. Like, he's like you. Yeah, yeah. That suit is cranked right up, mm-hmm. and, and he's going full blast, and he does it, you know, three times a week religiously. Yeah, that's right. And uh, he's, he's just looking like a million bucks, and, and he's looking stronger. Yeah. So, like, what he's experiencing is, like, consistency is also a fact. Like, the more he works out with the suit, the, yeah. the, the more, um, I guess, the fresher tissues from his muscles build, right? So, he looks... So he doesn't have to feel the onset soreness as much because wow. his muscles can take on that stress now. It's like they know exactly what to expect. They know how to respond. It's also like... So the, the lactic acid is flushed out sooner, sooner, faster, more efficiently. Yeah. So his, so in, they know what's coming next. Yeah, his transit time with his amino acids are a lot faster. So it's like the building blocks of your of their, of your muscles, right, are a lot faster because he's got muscles that are more primed to take on that stress. And also with the help of the carnivore diet... Right, it's, it's it's just pure protein. So his body never feels like it's lacking in muscle or muscles to build on, like or right. pr- protein to build on because he's a, has a huge influx of it because of the carnivore diet. So his his protein intake's a lot higher, which you know helps with whatever region of his body needs it. Yeah, yeah. So I'm still pretty much keto. Yeah, uh, I'd say eighty percent of the time. Mm-hmm. 
And um, looking at that, I'm going, maybe, maybe I'm going to go carnivore for a month or something like that. It's, uh, it'd be interesting to, to yeah. feel the difference mm-hmm. in your body. Yeah. And I know like people like Jordan Peterson and yeah. his daughter, yeah. they can only do, they can, if they do anything else, they suffer um, some serious inflammation. Which the is only thing that doesn't cause their body inflammation is beef. Yeah. And that's. Yeah, but carnivore is not just beef. Uh, most of it is, yeah. Uh, yeah, but it's it's just meat, right? Like, it's not just beef. Uh, the vast majority of the time, that's what they do. It's just beef and salt. That's what Jordan Peterson does. He doesn't do chicken, doesn't do fish, just beef. Yeah, but I know. he's so yeah, but, bored. Yeah, but I know a lot of people listening are going, yeah, but, so don't worry about it, Sam. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it, it isn't for everybody, no. you know? It's not for everybody. But. Yeah, I'd mix up the proteins. Pardon? I'd mix up the proteins. Like for my personal experience, like I would like to, if I were to try it, I would definitely yeah. uh, dial up. Because there's some amino acids or proteins that are in beef that are not found in chicken or vice versa. Right. Um, so yeah, you use some sort of variety too. One would think. I mean, that's what we're built for. Yeah. But then when you, you consider, you know, I mean, I didn't think I was allergic to anything 10 years ago. And now, you know, through, uh, you know, suffering with migraines for the longest time, uh, one of my students had said, hey, if you think you're not allergic to anything, think again. Why do you think those migraines are from? And then when I went to see an allergist and he says, well, for you, garlic and onions and anything of that family is poison. So you can't have that. You can't have potatoes and you can't have grapes or strawberries so these are all sensitivities, right? So these foods have these built-in, you know, defense mechanisms for a lot of people. And um, so my dad hasn't doesn't have any of those issues. He doesn't have migraines or headaches or things like that. Um, but I would say on my mother's side, it's a little more sensitive. I think that probably got it from my mom's side. And my dad never gets seasick. <laughs> and I get, oh, bad, bad seasickness. So, uh, and that's, uh, when I, when I got to, to LA and, uh, one of our students there, that was my last, my last group of the week when I went back up to LA and, um, uh, Matt was telling me, Hey, you know, you should come out on my boat. You get seasick. I said, yeah, really bad. He says, Oh man, look. And he shows me a picture of this bluefin tuna that he picked up. It was massive. It took him two and a half hours to reel that in. Mm-hmm. They're they're not He's, no joke, man. That's a that is a workout. And that a half. that is a commitment. Like you're yeah. you're in it. I can see why. It's also addicting because it's like it's oh. just you and and that, and that yeah. fish, right? He says he went out, and when he goes out, he goes way out. I mean, you yeah. can't see land. It's six foot swales. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, and I'd be I'd be. Begging for mom. Yeah, it's like mm-hmm. he's, just, right. he's going like 150 feet deep, yeah. right, with the with the rod. That's it. Then he comes back with this tuna. It's like four thousand dollars worth of fish. Yeah, right. Yeah, I that's said, true. wow. Yeah, he says, well, you know, you factor in the fuel and all that stuff, and it's pretty even. <laughs> <laughs> it makes sense. Yeah, the, yeah. the labor for yeah, that's true. You know, yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, and the gas for boats is expensive. Oh my god, could you imagine the fuel now for going out? Imagine somebody in a just a, a yacht, like Tiger. And he goes out with, his, with his privacy yacht. 
$200. I wonder what the I wonder what the fuel bill the fuel bill is on that. Oh, well, a couple million, a few millions. Well, I mean, the yearly yeah. maintenance with all the staff and the maintenance and all that, it's it's in the millions. Yeah. It's uh there's no doubt about it. Well, even our friends have like a a small little like uh wake surfing boat that yeah. they take out and gas for that was nuts. Yeah, yeah. It was like $500. Yeah, for an for, afternoon. For, for a quarter of a tank. Quarter of a tank. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then you go wake surfing and you're just pumping on the gas. That's like, it. Go you just have $20, $20 bills <laughs> flying out the back. 20 hundreds, yeah. <laughs> Jeez. When, when they were telling us, well, when we like heard what the price was and then heard what the price was for just like a quarter of a tank, yeah, maybe half a tank, not even. I was like, I want to throw up. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it's all it's all relative, right? So yeah. it's, uh, it, I mean, it's a blast going out there, isn't it? Though, it's so I would love to have a boat. I'm a water girl for sure. Yeah, well, uh, uh, not a, not a sea water girl. You're uh, more of a lake and river water girl. Yeah, but I don't get seasick. You don't? No. Wow, you don't mm. you don't get air sick? No, um, I get car sick. Car sick, really? If I'm not looking. Well, yeah, I get car sick too. But I mean, I, if I get if I get car sick, I get bad seasick. Yeah. It's like if I if I'm on a boat with the swales out there on the ocean mm. for 20 minutes, it's over. I mean, I'll mm. be every color of the rainbow, <laughs> and I'll be begging for. Heading back to land. I get air sick though. Yeah, I because don't. I if I can't see like my bearings, mm-hmm. it just like that floating feeling, especially in yeah. the descents. Yeah, the descents on the plane are so bad. I ha- I literally most of the time sit with my head in between my legs, just waiting for it to be over. Jeez. And I need gravel. Well, we'll get you some gravel next time. Yeah. So we're going to we're going to Vegas next week. Yeah, very excited about that. Had a meeting today with the team, with the Catalyst team. Yeah, that's it. So we're um, we're getting the itinerary for the three days that we're going to be there. I think there's a PGA Tour event there. I think the the, the Sanderson Farms. No, the uh, the Shriners. Shriners. Yeah, the Shriners is going to be. We got to look at that. I think it's at the same time. Is that in Mark Cowers Golf Course? I believe so. Yeah, it's also. Um, um, well, there's about uh, 12 PGA Tour players, at least, that are in that area that use the TPC. Uh, Membership? Yeah, there are two TPC courses right there, TPC Las Vegas. Okay. And um, the other one that we went to was uh, TPC, um, what the heck's that area? It's in the west side of, um, the northwest side of Vegas. Oh. I wouldn't know. We can look it up, and th- that's where the Shriners. Um, Is it being hosted? Yeah, they then they have uh, they actually have a um, an office there right at the course. Okay. So we're, you know, one of our uncles, Uncle Jack, who uh, mm-hmm. was with the Shriners, and he passed away was it two years ago. Mm-hmm. So um, we uh, every month. Yeah. We have I have my donation that goes to the tr- to the Shriners, and I thank Jack every month. Yeah. And uh, all the fun stuff that. Uh, you know, he used to go through 
and the, all the parades with his little mini. They have these little mini vehicles that they do the parades in, like mini fire engines, and yeah. you know they they really put on an amazing show for the kids. Um, and they do unbelievable work, like the Shriners Hospital in Montreal. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Jack was explaining to me how the families from A to Z are taken care of, and it's just the procedures that the doctors, you know, are able to do for the kids mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, giving the kids some normalcy in their lives. And these are all like, you know, taken care of by the, by the, the Shriners, um, the, the, um, that particular, um, what do you call it? Organization? Yeah, the organization. There you go. <laughs> yeah. So the, the charity. Charity. Uh, the Shriners Charity. There we go. So is it TPC Summerlin? There you go. TPC Summerlin. That's it. Nevada? Exactly. Yeah, from the 12th to the 15th. That's it. Is that yeah. where the... So they're going to be there. Yeah, they'll be there, yeah. Exactly. So Thursday, Friday, and then... So we'll, we'll they'll be there all week. Yeah. And that's... Um, actually, Ryan Moore won that event... That's one of the five events he's won on the PGA Tour, and that's right in his backyard. Very nice. Yeah. There's, um, yeah, the... but, yeah. Butch has his school in Vegas. So that'll be, um, that'll be a fun time. We should, uh, we should see if we can swing over there and go check out the event and, uh, in the spare time. It's a nice course. I'm looking at the pictures online. Um, yeah. Oh, it's, it's really well done. Wow. That is... Mm-hmm. They have a nice two two ended range. Yeah, it's uh, on the west coast of Las Vegas. The west side, yeah. West side, yeah. Mm. And right near there, there's the TPC Las Vegas. Yeah, there's a few so courses around. Yeah, yeah they're, they're just fabulous facilities for you know PGA Tour and LPGA Tour players to go mm-hmm. and um, and practice. Yeah, a lot and of courses in the area. A lot of courses in the area. A lot of parks. There. Yeah, I mean Vegas is a great town for that. It's easy to get around. Mm-hmm. It's a good airport, um, really good infrastructure, and uh, it doesn't have the congestion of a of a of an L.A. or um, San Francisco and places like that, right? Yeah. I mean, it's uh, the the traffic is easy breezy. Yeah. So yeah, Brian found a nice recipe there with the Calis suit. I think, in terms of finding su- success and yes, and sticking with the routine that is. Sustainable, too. Yep, exactly. Um, so some, uh, some we're there. learning a lot already, and there's yeah. there's some really cool things coming down the pipe mm-hmm. with them. Uh, we're going to be able to use it on the phone instead of, you know, instead of the iPad. Yeah, it's available so now. The app is available on the phone? Yeah, they just launched it. Uh, I think it was September they said they're going to launch it. Fantastic. So. Yep, it's available now. So apart from that, so we just finished, and we had a fabulous. I went to uh, actually went to Cobra a couple of the evenings there to give some lessons to some of the staff. Yeah, they've got some uh, some new simulator bays at the head office itself, so that they they can use it for entertaining, uh, you know, their clients and things like that. So there's a, a very specific bay for the R and D. Mm-hmm. And then they have another bay for all the, uh, and they have a putt view that's there. 
Nice. So, um, so you get to try all the putters and yeah. and uh, try all the gear. They and they have a fitting center, and then you very nearby you get to um, um, Encinitas Encinitas uh, Golf Course. That's where they have the Cobra Center, mm-hmm. and they weren't able to finish that on time, so we weren't able to use it while we were there. Mm-hmm. So next time we go into into town, uh, we'll be able to use that uh, the Cobra Training Facility. Do you get any sneak peeks for uh, next week? Um, no, I'd have to, I'd have to shoot you. <laughs> so, uh, but it's coming. But we'll be, we'll be able to, you know, they're, they're getting it ready for the PGA show in January. Okay. Cool. Cool. And so, uh, by, I think by December, everybody should have, uh, Some they'll be able to see that. Oh. I mean, it's going to be hard for them to top this year's driver. I'm, I'm a little, you. yeah, I'm like, man, how are you going to top this bad boy? unbelievable yeah i mean the side spin is the smallest amount of side spin and the smallest amount of back spin i've ever had on a driver yeah and it's the longest driver by far i've ever hit yeah and the, the most and the most accurate yeah like, the longest and the most accurate the, i've caved a few heads and they still perform well which is very isn't that something yeah which is very uh, insightful like what very encouraging sorry of for a lefty because on the other companies i feel like the quality of materials for a left-handed players. Oh, dude, not... you you devastated a few heads yeah. from other companies. Yeah, they, they were not usable. No, the but I also got to learn and realize over there it's like the material um, materials that they use for a left-handed is likely not the same for a right-handed player. You mean in long drive? In long drive, but also just in the sense of you know production. You know, it's like. Um, I'm not sure about that. You're not sure about that? No, no. I think for the consumer, it's the same quality. Okay. Without a doubt. Yeah. Without a doubt, it's the same quality. But mm-hmm. it isn't for long drive. No, for long drive, it's very undermined. Uh, yeah. Um, they they the, the, the product that they have for Kyle is very different than the product they have for the average person. Mm-hmm. And same thing with Callaway, you know, yeah, the, yeah. the drivers that they have for... Long Martin, uh, very, very different than what you're going to see yeah. with the average person. Yeah, um, They were saying that Kyle basically is able to get through about 150 hits mm-hmm. before, you know, he feels that the head is compromised. changing, compromised. Yeah. Which is a little different than what you're experiencing. I mean, yeah. you're... You you were able to get through like what forty five hundred hits on one of the heads. Yep, and like for him, he's he's a little different. He's he's ahead of the the curve in terms of knowledge and and feel, right? Of right. What, what is needed for for the long drive? Yeah. For me, I'm still learning, so it's like, you know, if I'm able to last ahead for you know, four thousand hits, I'm happy. To Are you my kidding to, me? Yeah, absolutely. That's yeah. a lot of hits, man. Yeah, but for him, he's on a different speed you know it's like it's uh just with a 45 inch he's seeing 150 miles per hour clip at speed right and then obviously with the slow drive shaft it's upwards to 160 probably close to 170 now really with the way yeah some guys are like 167 169 club at speed really yeah like um septo dwell um the kid from australia yeah he's like six seven but yeah he's able to produce that much wow speed pretty effortlessly 
That's crazy. Yeah. So yeah. your next goal would be 160. Ideally, yeah. yeah. 160 would be... Would be um, At yeah. 160, you can win. At 160, you can compete, yeah. 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 At yeah. 160, you can win. Because, I mean, you look at the... The club head speeds that those guys are using, that, that not, none of them have been going over 160 during the competitions. No, it's, well, there's a, there's a point of diminishing returns, I think, that once you get to that speed, it's almost near impossible to mm. keep the ball on the planet. You know? Right. You know? Yeah, exactly. So, so, like, for them to kind of slow down and go, like, their, their cruising speed is probably 150. Mm-hmm. 152 and then they can they can push it a bit from there you can push it a bit but for the most part like, but at one point you got to hit the grid you got to hit the grid and they yeah. can cruise at 145 to 150 yeah and hit good balls you know good ball speeds you know it's like as i'm that's what i'm starting to learn it's like yeah. if you're at 145 and you center punch it it's easily 215 to 220 ball speed and you can still be an accurate uh and, and that's though. and that's basically where the top guys are right now Pretty much, yeah. That, right. Yeah, you can compete at two fifteen to two two seventeen ball speed, no problem. And and so you know, I've seen like the top ones at two twenty five ball speed. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, but I mean, again, I mean, you know, I've seen Martin Borgmeier have a lot of you know OB grids, mm-hmm. OB sets. Yeah. Um, that have taken him out of the competition this year. Mm-hmm. But when he's on, he's really on. You know, yeah. So, uh, so there's the the delicate balance between the two. So, Sav, what would be your goal? You know, for next year after you know we're going to get back into some training over the course of the winter for speeds. Yeah, we're already, you know, we already have a waiting list for our, our winter sessions this year, mm-hmm. and um, I'm I'm looking forward to to seeing. You know the work that Moo's going to be doing with a lot of our clients over the course of the winter, and um, so what would you say your speed is going to be come next spring? I don't know. Um, we need to get you at one twenty. Yeah, that would be good, and then get ball speeds up over like one sixty-five. Yeah, if you're pushing, what what are what are the top girls right now? Doing about uh, one seventy ball speed, yeah, one seventy five to one seventy, yeah, one eighty. Well, one eighty—that's that's when they're really pushing it. Yeah, one eighty. Yeah, there have been a couple in competition. Yeah, well, and then that's like Phyllis and Monica and Monica. So they've they've made it up to about one hundred and eighty miles per hour ball speed. Mm-hmm. So if you're if you're pushing one seventy, you'll definitely make top top five. Because yeah. there's not many girls out there that can get those speeds. Yeah, it's hard. They're less than five. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, I mean, tough. you've you've been top ten, and you're you're banging on the door. Mm-hmm. So if we can get you at 120 miles an hour over the course of this winter, I think you're going to be in really position. Yeah, that would be good. So it'll be interesting to see after this year what happens and and where the WLD goes. Yeah, we're just gonna be curious to see how long if how long it goes and how well they yeah. stand up after the year one. So Atlanta should be good. I mean, we've got um, we're gonna be I'm gonna be doing some clinics at um, Cider Ridge, okay. in Oxford. Okay. So we're gonna be getting a place just outside the city, about a half an hour away from from the um, from the Bobby Jones uh, Golf Club. 
And then, uh, so I only have about an hour's drive over to Cider Ridge to do the clinics and then make sure I'm around for you, you know, checking out you guys yeah. over the course of the week. I mean, that's going to be a long week for you guys. There's, there's five days of competing. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be a long one. Um, now, do you know what your itinerary is going to be, Moo? I haven't received it yet. They're still uh, working on the details on that. Right. Savvy received hers today. You received yours today, Sav? I mean, just the... the because you're 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 not yeah. groupings. So they're oh, going to okay. be in the afternoons, right? Uh, like Friday, to sa- Friday, Saturday, and Sunday afternoons is when you're competing. And how many women? I don't even think we're on Friday. How many no? women are? Do you have any details on the women? It's um, I have the email right here. We're twenty-seven players, and we compete Friday. There's a group at 3.30, a group at 4.30, and a group at 5.30. Okay. And then it'll be the next day um, at 1 o'clock on okay. Saturday. Okay. 1 to 2.30. And then Sunday so from do, 2 to 5. I'll do 8 to 11 on Saturday morning then for my lessons. So I can uh, I can make it there for Saturday at 1. And then Sunday what time? Sunday is 2 to 5. That's the quarter, semis, and finals um, for the men's and women's. All right. Very good. Yeah. And then Monday will be a nice travel day. <laughs> mm-hmm. Back to the house and get ready for uh, for the winter sessions. Transfer all the stuff from the summer academy back into the winter academy. And, um, oh, yeah, today I just uh, I just did a video that we're going to be posting for next Monday. Yeah. Called the Ten Commandments of Over the Top. <laughs> okay. And so I'm doing a nice countdown, 10 items, a minute per item. And these are the absolutes. If you follow that and uh, you don't go against those commandments, you will never hit or you will never be over the top. Right. So uh, for those of you who think that you're an over-the-top defective machine, don't worry. we got some help coming your way, mm-hmm. and uh, you'll really appreciate that. And um, hopefully the guys at uh, Golf WRX will have some, uh, some room to put that video into the mix because they've, you know, they've been working hard uh, on that website. There's, there's so much going on right there that uh, they, they can't always put the video on every week. But... Um, Thankfully, they got the podcast going over there every week. Yeah. Oh, you know what the other news is? What's that? Dr. Raymond Pryor will be on this podcast at the end of October. That's right. That'll be around Halloween. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. It'll so um, Halloween Eve? is the 31st. Yeah, Eve. Halloween Eve. So, uh, the, well, it'll be the, the Wednesday, um, November 1st. So Wednesday, November 1st will be oh when it's live when it's yeah. live exactly yeah. oh, okay gotcha. exactly. yeah okay gotcha that's it. um yeah the, the, so the stay tuned for that we're getting ready big time i just went through his book with a fine-tooth comb and it's really awesome have you guys had a chance to talk prior to the like we've, we've exchanged a couple of emails okay and so uh he was at the Ryder cup and he's going to be at the uh, corn Ferry tour finals and so he's got um and he is busy with a lot of players. 
Yeah, it'd be yeah. It's gonna be nice to pick his mind on what. Oh, the, I can't wait. What the athletes are experiencing out there, and what uh, what he's seeing as a trend with the athletes that, that overcome. Yeah, exactly, and um, and just so many of the topics throughout the book that you know, I uh, there's a, there's a few items in there that I can't wait for him to expand on, mm-hmm. in his own words. And right. It's gonna be a phenom- It's gonna be an epic podcast. Can't wait. So I'm really jazzed about that and uh, looking forward to uh, to using that information for you guys. And um, Andrew Huberman mm-hmm. um, has some really good insight with his podcasts on motor skill learning. Mm-hmm. Uh, and in one of them, there, there was a, um, I, I got to talk to you, I'm, I'm, we're not going to say it on the air, but there's a legal substance in there that is being, huge for power. It's used, is being used right huge, now. Huge for power output. Mm-hmm. And um, and I can't, you know, I'm I'm looking forward to um, asking you about that because I'm sure uh, if if that's a a well known uh, tool tool that uh, they must use it in football. So if the if it's you know, power output is big. Yeah, in football. Not only in the brain, but in in the muscles. For sure. Yeah. So um, we'll have information on that uh, in another podcast. I'd like to. I'd love to have uh, Andrew Huberman on for our podcast, and I think uh, because he doesn't play golf. Yeah, it'd be nice. To I would love. I would love to be one of the guys to uh, to help him into the game of golf because I think uh, it's a it's a fantastic use of the mind. Yeah, he would definitely offer good skill um, tools to add to the game. Yes, you think? Yes, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So there's two podcasts that he has. They're about a couple of hours long. Yeah, and um, that uh, I had some some significant notes on, and uh, they're they're well worth worth listening to. So if you you want to have a a fun time listening to a couple of podcasts on motor skill learning by Andrew Huberman, you'll see it. That's it's right there in the title. You can't miss it. So, um, so we're good. What do you guys think? We've got uh, our Thanksgiving coming up, so we're looking forward to uh, some smoked turkey at Uncle Stewart's. Mm-hmm. And uh, next week we're in Vegas. Mm-hmm. The week after we're in Atlanta. That's right, man. It's uh, there's some serious. Uh, that's some serious traveling coming up. Yeah. So hang on to your hats. We'll have some amazing podcasts to tell you all about it. Yep. And in the meantime, have an awesome end of your week, and we'll talk to you soon. All the best. Take care.